Hello and welcome to Netflix, where just like Little Mix, we've got the power. That's right, we're giving you all the gossip and juicy, juicy info on season six. But be warned, we have spoilers and theories aplenty. Enter at your peril. Barbie Kinkle, the only person you're going to scare is yourself! Charlie! What are you oh, doing? Hit the noise down. What are you doing here? Maze, just in time. There's a whole load of police here. Send the word you're going to hurt yourself. Or someone else. (laughs) How many children are you friends with? Hello, my name's Helen Daly. I'm the presenter of Netflix. I'm here with Alex Davies. Hello. Hello. Helen Kelly. Hello. Hello. And Rebecca Hudson. Hello. Hello. Um, We're here to talk about Power, which is an American crime drama originally created by Stars in 2014, but it is taking Netflix by storm. So very basically, uh, we follow the story of James St. Patrick, played by Omari Hardwick, and he's a ruthless and seriously smart drug dealer who goes by the name of Ghost. He's keen to get out of the criminal world and set up a legitimate business as a nightclub owner. But he has to balance both of his lives, avoid police capture, while also piecing together his failing marriage and dodgy dealings. So he's got a lot on his plate then. Rebecca, what is happening in season six? <laughs> Helen, Helen, what is not happening in season <laughs> Everything is six happening. Power? I mean, it's been pretty relentless. I'm going to have a go at a recap and then um, other participants, I'd love your um, keeping me on the straight and narrow. So this whole season has started with James St. Patrick or Ghost, depending on what side of the bed he gets out in in the morning, seeking vengeance for the murder of the love of his life, which is not audience his wife Tasha not Natasha but Tasha Uh, but it's the assistant US district attorney Angela Valdez who at the end of series five was slain by his best friend and fellow drug dealer Tommy um, after Tommy was actually trying to kill Ghost and so this whole series has been about James and Patrick seeking um, revenge for Angela's death um, and also trying to avoid the net of kind of the American criminal networks kind of closing in on him trying to keep his kid Tariq on the straight and narrow um, and also trying to manage sort of fall out of his of his break of his marriage with Tasha so it's quite it's there's a few punchy bits going on Alex I'm sure I've missed a few he's also ventured into the world of politics of course yeah yeah Yeah, because this is what American politics need is more kind of corrupt shady (laughs) men with dodgy (laughs) parts not enough there really no no he's he's one of a kind um so yeah so it's really been my kind of reading of this series is this has been about this is like recentering on Tommy uh, on ghosts uh, like moral journey so he's at the moral center of power he always has been and there was a kind of weird moral code that James St. Patrick has always adhered to and there was a kind of honor amongst thieves that he had and it's all kind of gone out the window and it just seems like everyone is trying to break each other and Tommy, Tasha and Ghost who have been lifelong friends and came from the same neighborhood and came up together on this like journey of dealing drugs are now kind of only motivated by destroying each other and they've each destroyed someone important to each other so Tommy's father was Tommy killed his own father at Ghost's behest Ghost has lost Angela and Tasha was having an affair with Terry Silver who I think only lasted a few episodes didn't he he? before he ended up in the boot of a car in a a car park disappointed by his death it was all of a sudden it was just like oh by the way he's he's been in the boot of his car the whole time yeah in the boot of his car in a car park in New York I just feel like cars don't get left that long in Bethnal Green let alone in (laughs) in, you know one of the greatest cities in the world Um, yeah so everyone's you know they've destroyed each other and now it's about like trying to create something new from destruction is my reading what do you think Alex yeah no agree I think there's been a a few changes within the law enforcement side of things as well. Not only has he created enemies within his own circles, but obviously 
He's pretty much destroyed the careers of everybody in the NYPD. Everyone. Yeah. Sax has now lost everything. Yeah. Blanca was new for this season, but she's pretty much yeah she's being swayed by it and she's going down the wrong path and she's nearly on the way out he so. to quote kanye west literally makes people risk it all like you'll risk your career you'll risk your life you'll risk your septum taking all his drugs i mean he is this is a man who just he just he inspires all kind of i don't, I don't know it kind of he kind of enthralls people into doing just, kind of mad things yeah, he's just an all-seeing all-powerful man yeah he is the alpha and amiga of the season and that's why this like mega flip in his character that i think we've witnessed has made this so significant and i don't understand why it hasn't been nominated for i don't know an <laughs> emmy <laughs> well, <laughs> or definitely. A i have a few i have a few thoughts as to why it might not <laughs> i mean we can get we can get to that um so that's kind of where we are it's we're nearing the end of this whole series and so it's all about retribution creation destruction and um, not as much shagging as there previously was. No. Well, I think that comes with the death of Angela. Yeah, that's true. Which is a real shame. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> Do you know how <laughs> For what it reason, is? Alex? <laughs> no, of course, it's nice to get to the gritty drama more. Yeah. Than no, we need to get rid of, like, all of the sex. Because you can't watch that at 6am on a bus to work. Like, it is a bit risky. Like, <laughs> you're completely Yeah. Right. The first what, two even series. with a bit of like Jay Sean or Joe over the top of it with the <laughs> hot R&B soundtrack? I mean, Sizzling. there's a time and place. It is not the bus to work. Yeah. The first two series were kind of super pornographic. I think I've seen more yeah. of that cast's naked body than I have of my own, probably for good reason. <laughs> but um, it's really, I've seen more writhing, yeah, to sort of launchy yeah. R&B than, I've, than I thought I'd ever see in my life. So that, I hope, is a comprehensive catch-up. I don't know if you if that's been helpful to you, Helen. Yes, it absolutely has, um, I hope. And, and so where we've been left now yes. is that Ghost has been lured into, back in, into his nightclub it, yeah. and has been shot what omg shot not killed isn't it yeah because the hashtag is who shot goes not who killed ghost and i think semantics are important in a super complicated cerebral drama well what's the phrase you never believe they're dead until you see the body in power if there's not a body they're not dead i think um so yeah, the end of the series, mid-season finale, which is this American phenomenon where they stop your shows midway through, which is super annoying. I don't know why. <laughs> um, to remind you that you should go out and see friends and watch and do other <laughs> stuff apart from watch TV, maybe. Um, we saw him fall from um, the balcony in his nightclub, and it is now left to us, I think, this assembled panel of power experts, to figure out who shot James and Patrick and what on earth this means for the narrative arc of the series and for humanity, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty convinced I know. I don't want to give anything away <laughs> and we'll get into it, but I am, you, you will do, it will take some doing to convince me otherwise. Okay. So we've got a bit of a who shot Phil Mitchell situation on the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I think that's what the uh, Yeah, writers bringing it back to for. terms that I really understand. Tension of the- <laughs> I heard the power writers room was, right, we've been watching EastEnders from the early noughties. And why wouldn't they? It sounds just like it. <laughs> there are so many similarities between Phil Mitchell and O'Meary Hardwick as well. <laughs> so we're going to go through each of the characters and because they all kind of have a motive they all have a reason Mm. and i know from little chats in the office that you all have very very strong opinions on this yeah a little bit i mean you trailed this episode by saying that power was the show 
that no one's heard of. But I mean, Power is a massive part of my life. Like, mm. I, I'm fascinated there are people out there who haven't watched it. I think it's starting to come out now. A lot more people are, are talking about it. But it, it has had that kind of underground, like, almost cult-ish. I, I guess think if, if you, you know, you know. Yeah, if you watch Power, <laughs> you, like, you watch Power. Like, Only hip really Power consumes power. you. Yeah. Oh, do you think it's a hipster? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're going to divide the room into who hadn't had watched, well, I've been I think, many yeah. Things. Only the sexy people. <laughs> um, yeah, I find that fascinating that it hasn't taken over everyone's life. Yeah. Like, but it is. Theories, I think yeah. it is and that's why we're really talking about it today because obviously you know we have pages and pages of notes in front of us mm. with theories on we yeah. don't even know and this is the big question Rebecca who killed or shot ghost shot ghost okay so one of the well, so the obvious perhaps um uh, guilty party would be his best friend Tommy Egan. So they've been friends forever they grew up together um and as I said as I said earlier um Tommy's estranged father came back into his life in series five and Ghost misled him into thinking that his dad mm. was informing on Thami, as you have to say it, to the <laughs> FBI. And so Tommy killed his dad, which is kind of mega, isn't it? Yeah, big. big um, and kind of all season, there's been a power struggle between the two of them, yeah. uh, Tommy and Ghost, um, where Go- Tommy, rather, has been sort of struggling to gain credibility in the drug dealing space it's very hard to earn your stripes um he's been trying to kind of maneuver with ghosts to be the kind of number one is it connect my drug dealing knowledge just isn't well, what it used Jace, to be. jason's the connect isn't jason he? is the connect and those two are like the like kingpins King, that's what i always want to say? say kingpins yeah um but the problem is i feel like i now know this stuff like i want to say primera all the time like, like yeah which is probably quite who's the heisenberg of this oh i don't know i never watched breaking bad um <laughs> In, in, in the way, in, wow, they're both top of the drug empire, should yeah. we say? But Ghost was kind of the brains and the strategy, whereas yeah. Dami was the Dami. was the kind of was the, the brawn and the and he was the doer. Reckless. Yeah, yeah, mm. okay, like, yeah, yeah, totally to reckless draw par- and and blindly loyal stupidly to his brother, loyal, yeah. stupidly loyal. Um, and then this season, we've also seen Tommy's new girlfriend, Lakeisha played by the exquisite Lala Anthony, <laughs> uh, who was murdered and found dead in their delicious yeah. um, upstate New York mansion. Which they just got like that. Like, yeah, she just, which was she very just weird. dropped dead. No, nobody, but nobody questioned where he managed to get the money to buy, buy this, this glorious, gorgeous house. suburban house. Yeah. Like, Here's the keys. And it was like, oh, okay, it's go on then, Don't Tommy. ask questions. It's, it's uh, So, So he's lost his, the love of his life. Um, his dad is dead. His mother is a is a heavy drug user. Um, oh, you're having a laugh. Sorry, that really <laughs> made me laugh. Just the way you were reeling it off, like he's lost the love of his life, his dad's dead. His mum is a heavy substance. And he's lost his crew. So we had these kind of loyal, sort of slightly stupid uh, corner boys yeah. who have all been kind of thrown into prison. So Tommy's kind of got nothing to lose. And so you think maybe... He was with Ghost in the club. He went back inside to Truth when there was when they heard gunshots, and now uh, Ghost is dead. And so, kind of, it's a big neon sign. Is it Tommy? I'm not convinced, Alex. There is Helen? a. There are a few clues to suggest it was Tommy. I think didn't you pick up on one earlier? I just don't think it is because <laughs> that's a clue. It's yeah. just not yeah. my intuition. No, no, this is it. So in season three, Lobos was like to Tommy, "You need to kill Ghost." And like you can become the connect, and Lobos was like, "You need to do it. You can take charge. Just get rid of Ghost." And Tommy told his girlfriend at the time, Holly, "This is what I need to do." And their dog Bell got killed as like a threat. So then 
Holly was like, right, you need to you need to get rid of ghosts because Holly was expecting Tommy's child, but he didn't know that. And she was like, right, I don't want to die because really, who does? So she went. Tommy wouldn't like kill ghosts. He kept putting it off, be like, I'll sort it, I'll sort it. So Holly lost kind of patience with Tommy and then went behind his back to organize ghosts murder. As we all know, it didn't play out that way. Um, all right, but Holly. Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> but like... When Tommy learned what Holly did, he, like he killed her, like he wasn't happy. Mm. So I just think like when it comes down to it, he can't do it. There's like this unspoken kind of bond that they just they just can't kill each other. They might like get to the point where they want to, but think yeah. about how many times they've pointed a gun at each other and it just. I agree. Just I agree to. I agree that it's not Tommy, but I don't agree that he doesn't have it in him to do it because he tried to get Jason to do it. He's gone mad. This, if if this is about kind of uh, ghost moral decline, it's also about Tommy's mad fury. Like yeah. the guy's being consumed by rage. Everyone he loves, he's lost because of ghosts. I think yeah. he has it in him to do. And there is this symbolism that the gunshot wound in ghosts' impeccably refined <laughs> chest is uh, <laughs> those rippling pecs uh, is in the same place that Angela, uh, who was. was his girlfriend, which mm. is exactly the same place that her gunshot wound was, and that came from the fair hand of none other than Tommy Egan. Exactly. I rest my case, Your Honor. I don't think it's he's, him, but I don't think he's off the. Is he, he that good? Is he that good a marksman to shoot two people in I the mean, exact same he's spot? Just, yeah. How, how he walks sort of anywhere? Those big, how he sort of has he balance in those huge boots that he wears? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Um, but he's. I mean, he's the obvious. It's the obvious candidate. He's got the. He's he, up there. Yeah. He's up there, certainly. But we don't seem convinced. Helen, what do you think of that? I have to say that I'm ultimately convinced by your Tommy Ted talk. <laughs> Rebecca, <Yeah. laughs> uh, I totally believe in the power of um, kind of losing everything and then yeah. lashing out because we've seen it so many times in drama and like, yeah, it would be nice to see something a little bit different. Yeah. But you kind of can't go against that human reaction. exactly. And maybe, and they are the two dominant forces of the series. And so you kind of feel like the only thing that can cancel out Ghost is Tommy. Mm. I don't know. I'm not convinced, but I don't think it's an unlike... It would be a, it would maybe be a satisfying end for one of the two to finally resolve this power struggle that's dominated the last ten years of my life watching this show. Yeah, it does feel like ten years, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apart from Lala, she's not been doing anything for well. ten years. <laughs> Never known anyone so beautiful. Um, so he's the first uh, kind of potential. Yeah. Um. So we also have Cooper Sachs. Cooper Sachs. Cooper Sachs, who I really like the name of. <laughs> he's a truly odious character. I think he's Cooper lost. Sachs. Is he powerful about. enough to kill Ghost? He's a he's a simpering wreck and shriveling excuse of a human, I think. <laughs> he, he is a bit of a... <laughs> is that a yes or a no? <laughs> I, I think he could. I think he has it in him to do it. Again, I don't think it is him. But he's another man who's just lost everything yeah. because of Ghost. He lost his job. He lost... I think he secretly fancied Angela. He definitely secretly and fancied Angela. he was Angela. just in love with her. And then I don't think that was a secret. He constantly like asked her like... Oh, we've lost someone. Let's go have sex. So I think is that, a, pretty is that a sign that they like you? <laughs> <laughs> now I know where I've been going yeah, wrong. Exactly. I didn't know that was a come on. I mean, he was he was a super straight, living, really committed. Um, what, what member of the, what agent of the law enforcement is he? A DA as well, Cooper Sachs. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he was he was this kind of careerist, you know, guy who had some really clear a really clear moral compass about kind of right and wrong, and was committed to cleaning up the streets and getting ghost. Uh, off the streets and because of how clever Ghost is at outsmarting every single law enforcement and government body in New York uh, by either sleeping with them or killing them Co Cooper Sachs has kind of lost all his evidence he's, he's 
time and time again he's tried to trick witnesses he's you know he's increasingly lost and become more and more corrupt in the pursuit of of ghost and now like you say he's been suspended um He's potentially facing criminal charges of his own for tampering with a crime scene and trying to and concealing and then planting evidence in Go's house uh, flat to frame him for the murder of Terry Silver. So he's becoming an increasingly unhinged character as well. Definitely. He looks like an like unhinged a nutter. character. Yeah. He needs he also, a sandwich. He's too thin. He's all jaw. I wish someone said that about me. He's just too wane and he just needs a He should have a shave as a well. A shave, yeah. Um also he was like nearly killed. By Tommy and Yeah, I forgot this. Halfway through the so- season. Yeah, they nearly suffocated they him. They literally put a bag over his head and like, in really brutal fashion yeah. were going to kill him. So there's so motive, but it's not him. There's plenty of motive there, but I'm ruling him out. Mm. He's a bit like an Ian Beale. He'd like to think he's capable of doing it, but when <laughs> I it comes to EastEnders. This is the EastEnders power crossover that no one this knew they it. needed. Yeah, we'll actually, in next he's week. totally yeah, just a sniveling yeah. shrimp man. That's quite hard hard on Ian there. Sorry, Ian. <laughs> he's got I nothing everyone, left. I thought everyone hated. Yeah, I thought everyone hated Ian Beale. Yeah, but you know, right. I just feel like I want nothing to it. I've got nothing, Phil. <laughs> He wants to be like this kind of businessman over Walford, but he just can't get there. And I feel like Sax wants to like have control over the whole investigation. He's obsessed with James and he's yeah. just going to like not yeah, have the outcome of, that he wants. Yeah. Instead of drugs, it's fish and chips. Fish and yes. Chips. And the yeah. calf. With God, the the parallel. <laughs> I think you write about this writer's yeah. room. Board. Um, okay. So we're kind of saying Sax, you've got Sax. motive. Yeah. But has he got it in him to, sure. to pop a cap? I doubt it. Don't know. <laughs> um, next on your quite substantial list, I know you want to talk about Dre, not Ugh. the Doctor, I'm no. assuming. This character, I've just had Ugh. it with. I'm absolutely exhausted by him. He's got more lives than a cat. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, pl- the plot <laughs> armour surrounding Dre is stupid. It's just ridiculous. I've never known anyone get arrested and bounce out of jail so many times. He's done more deals than Alan Sugar. Yeah. I just, I, I can't get over it. Um, so this is, so he was Ghost protege, wasn't yeah. he? Um, and then, you know, got ambitious, as we all do, um, and wanted to oust Ghost. And he's kind of worked with Ghost's enemies. He's worked, he's gone back with him. He's worked in Truth, which was the kind of clean front for this whole business. Um, he tried to kind of muscle in on Ghost's plans to consecrate the memory of his slain daughter, Raina, which is the Queen's Child Project, which is taking longer than Crossrail. Um, and we have <laughs> still yet to, to see in, in any form on, uh, on power. Um, and he's, so he's just been a complete pain hasn't yeah. he um and i don't even i mean i can't tell if he likes ghost or he doesn't i think it's one of those you know love and hate is a very fine i just i want to be him why or is, why is he still about it's another great question it's another why great question yeah just he got involved with the jimenez who were like the most dangerous family in all of north america yes and survived yeah he survived canaan yeah. He survived ghosts, let alone anybody else. Yeah, like, he's this kind of cockroach character. You're completely right. And he just has this, he just kind of has this get out of plot holes free yeah. card that the rest of them don't because the rest of them end yeah. up dead apart from Dre. So he hates um, ghosts because he's most recently been framed for the murder um, of, Jason. of Jason, who was the connect, which in drug dealing hierarchy is a pretty senior top guy. <laughs> um, he was just recently framed for that. He's not actually in custody though. So he's walking around New yeah, York he's City. Cruising through NYC. Cruising the, through NYC. Um, and Ghost has kind of sought to demean him in quite a few times. He's referred to him as a wannabe gangster and a little beep, doing your job for you there, which is the B word. Um, kind of, you know, and it's kind of like sought to demean him and sort of take away his masculinity, which is a very important thing for all these characters in power. You have to have lots of women and be very yeah. violent and have loads of money. So 
He's got the motive as well. I mean, he could do it, couldn't he? But it'd just be so boring it if it would be, were Dre. It'd be what do you probably think? the most underwhelming ending. Underwhelming. Like, oh, Cal Supreme, the wrong and did something bad. Yeah. I think they need to get rid of Dre. Like, if he's not dead at the end of season six, I will be happy. How is he not dead already? Mm, he should be. Um, I also remember there was a scene, his, him and his, um, he has a beautiful daughter who I think is called, is she called Dream or Mystery or? Oh, she's got sure. a suitably kind I'm of curious sure. name. And um, his and his baby mother, and they're both offered the chance to go into uh, witness protection and he didn't get witness protection for the motherish no. child, did he? He was like, we don't need the girl, just the baby. So he's just a kind of horrible yeah. guy. One I just remember I've... that, it really haunts me. Like, why wouldn't you just take your family? Yeah. Just deliberately he's just, cruel. He's, he's just, just spineless. Yeah, spineless, cruel, slimy newt. Um, that's Ben got- Mitchell then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, how is this happening? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will give Dre is that the actor who plays him, Ratimi, he makes a banger in real life. He's a good singer. Is he a singer? Yeah. Does he croon or does he? He's, he's like R&B style. Oh. Like, he could have done like the power soundtrack. He's that sort of genre. He should have done the new song then rather than well, Trey's songs. That hideous. So this wow. is they changed. The, the backlash. Rightly so. So the, there's iconic um, intro music to power which I shan't sing, but they kind of- <laughs> Are you they, sure? Maybe later. <laughs> but they slowed it down for series six and kind of gave it this Trey Songz treatment. Yeah. And it was probably the worst thing I've ever heard. And I've listened to my own voice back on podcasts and Trey Songz version of this was worse, don't yeah. you think? With I the think saxophones. A saxophone, like who needs a sleepy, sexy interlude to power? Yeah. No way. Um, so what do we think on Trey? Like if the writers have done this, I think- Too obvious. It's too obvious. Boring. And it would be so, it's like the equivalent of I woke up and I was. it was a dream. You know, yeah. just lazy writing. I'll have nothing Absolutely. bad said about Bobby from Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, aspi- they would be aspiring to that level of intrigue with this. Um, yeah, so he makes great songs, great choice in cubic zirconia earrings. <laughs> big fan of a man who can carry off big earrings, but probably not going to carry off the, the scalp of a decade. Yeah. Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I did. So, Helen, I know that you're particularly keen on Paz as a suspect, right? I think it would just be the perfect like wrap-up of you know, avenging Angela's death. Because the whole, like, from the minute Angela was like, oh yeah, I'm um, seeing Jamie, we're sleeping together, he's gonna move in. Paz was like, absolutely not. Have you lost your mind? This is a bad idea. He didn't show up for their first dinner together. And Paz was like, right, well, where is he? This is a great start. And she just hated him the whole way through. Every time that Angela and, like, ghosts were kind of gonna break up, Paz was like, yeah, great, you've got rid of him. You know, that best friend that's like, you don't need no man, like, you're fine, you're a strong, independent woman, which Angela was, and she should have stayed that way. Like, she just kept getting back into bed with James, and she shouldn't have done that. So, now Angela's dead, they've got no support, and I think just seeing Paz kind of avenge Angela's death would just be the best way to do it. But I just think it won't, it won't happen. Like, I just, it's a nice idea, but... I like the idea of a, of a feminine sisterly bond trouncing the men in this show because True. it is so patriarchal. It's so dominated by the concept of brotherhood and kind of male friendship. So it'd be so wicked if a bereaved sister could maybe get one over on this huge organization. I don't think, I don't think, like, I get that Paz thinks that she has a reason to kill ghosts, but as a viewer, we know that she doesn't really yeah. have any reason to, like, to kill ghosts. It, like, compared to everyone else in Ghost Life, has to kill Ghost because he went out of her sister. Granted, Angela wouldn't have died if she wasn't with Ghost, but Ghost didn't kill her. Kill. And he loved, and he did love and Angela he did love he her. loved anyone like, else. If yeah. Paz was to kill him, I think that'd be, again, the wrong path to go down. And I don't know what would happen to Paz then, like, because we yeah. kind of don't really care if she's not in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I she's don't, not she's, big enough. She's not a big enough character for us to kind of miss her when yeah. she would be rightly 
prosecuted for the murder of Jamie St. Patrick. Exactly. Um, but I would like the idea, I kind of like the idea of it because I he did you know from her perspective this was the the you know the bright young rising star in their family was you know taken too soon because she got involved with the mucky paws of Jamie St Patrick. Exactly. It's a good one. Who wouldn't want to be involved with the mucky paws of God, Jamie? God, I mean, those mucky, <laughs> think about those mucky paws. <laughs> anyway. I did, I did see. I did see another quite interesting theory about Paz though, in that she already knows that it's Tommy. She knows that Tommy is the one who killed Angela and she was following Tommy, which is why you see her with the gun. Yeah. She was going to kill Tommy and she was oh. never actually going to kill Ghost. She's been following Tommy and wants to kill Tommy. Oh my goodness. So Angela dies by accident and Ghost dies by accident because what? they were always Paz yeah. past Tommy. Yeah, and gets <gasps> and gets Ghost. So it's kind of like um, yeah. Romeo and Juliet. They don't mean to die. Like they neither of them meant to die. Yeah. <laughs> Is there an EastEnders parallel where this happens? <laughs> All I can think of is that Paz is like Stacey Slater. But the, is that the one know. that fell off the roof? No. Um, oh. Loads of people like died and then she killed Larry Lamb's character. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good synopsis there. Do an East, right. Let's do an EastEnders pod next week. <laughs> where is EastEnders going on Netflix? Is it soon? <laughs> I was like, is it? <laughs> So another person that is a potential suspect is Councilman Tate. Bit oh, of a grubby he's, one. He's a grubby character, isn't he? So this is a former policeman uh, who's running to be state governor. Um, he got embroiled in Jamie's life when he was. they were going to work together on the Queen's Child Project, which, again, we're yet to see. Mm. Um, he's just a slippery old eel, isn't he? He's, he has sex with his employees. He lies. He beats people up. Uh, he's similar to Dre in the yeah, sense where, like... Insipid. You can't give a, a character with a seeming with no backbone. You couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't let Lem be the one who ultimately got ghost. No. Really. Yeah. There's not enough. He's just not meaty enough. No. We don't know anything about him, but he's definitely got a motive, I suppose, because um, Ghost has just ruined his chances of running uh, for state governor. Yeah. He's taken Ramona, who was his very ca uh, capable uh, political strategist, with him. Um, so he's kind of been left with nothing again. So he's certainly, you know, he's certainly been turned over by Ghost. The woman he was sleeping with was the wife of another one of his employees, yeah. I believe, who yeah. has also now jumped ship. Yes, and left Tate with basically nothing. Yeah, and I think he's had to agree to not ever go public on their kind of murky yeah. happenings in order to let this woman who he was having an affair with. Um, seek her own political career so he's kind of lost everything but i think to your point it would be there's just not enough to tate to fell the aslan of power no i don't think i mean the question that surrounds all of these suspects though is like what were they doing with the guns then if they weren't gonna i mean yeah, who were they gonna kill yeah it maybe it was a big bizarre. um amnesty <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were all gonna turn they wanted to just become you know clean living they're taking to a recycling unit or i don't know what a what? lovely twist yeah <laughs> guns are really bad mm -hmm. yeah um yeah maybe yeah you're right what were they all doing with these guns yeah interesting next Who week's knows? podcast then i like um, i just realized that the note i put on tate was tate has no backbone complete wet wipe doesn't have it in him that was what that, that sums it up really yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much my thoughts sums it up. yeah and helen i know that you have some again a, a really interesting theory actually about Tarek. so yeah so i saw this one yesterday when i was like scrolling through uh reddit and um, so i can't take complete credit for this one Great honesty. um but basically in season three 
if everyone remembers jukebox she said to Kanan like what did ghost really take from you and everyone knows that like ghost kind of not raised but kind of like looked out for Kanan's son Sean and he like Sean was like their driver and then he kind of was like looking after the kids picking them up from school like driving ghost around um and then Kanan just wasn't really happy with how everything turned out with Sean and was like yeah you just like you're not the son that I want you to be you're like a complete drip like and he killed Sean and Kanan was like he took Sean from me I didn't have this son that I wanted to be like me so Kanan kind of like after you think Kanan's dead but he's not he comes back and he kind of like in my opinion grooms Tariq to be the son that he wanted Sean to Mm. be like he gets him like involved in all of like his dodgy dealings like little petty crime and then that kind of ultimately leads to Raina's death due to his involvement with Ray Ray. Um, and then there's just like, so Kanan's involvement is very like heavy on Tariq, I think. Like he's got this like influence and he's also kind of, what's the word, like contaminated his mind against Ghost, like telling him what Ghost was like when he was younger. Whereas like Ghost and Tasha have kind of kept the truth from them or like tried to like for the majority of their like childhood kind of protected them. So now Tariq knows everything. I think the whole hallucination ghosting a vision of Kanan is kind of like Kanan telling telling ghost, you took my son, so I've taken yours. And Tariq has shot his dad because there's just... It would be the ultimate way of of Mm. proving, wouldn't the, Mm. you know, that he's bigger and better and badder than his dad by killing him and then assuming the position at the top of the family empire. Not Mm. so what Tommy did. Yeah, yeah. He shoots dad. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a big. Th- yeah, I mean, everyone shoots their dads. It seems shooting, yeah. lots of uh, Freudian issues. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, you are, you, are you convinced by that? That Tariq yeah, is the one. Yeah, you sounded convinced. I kind of like. I think it's like the strongest thing that I've seen. Like that's the theory that I most like. Right. Um. But at the same time, I don't really think Ghost is going to die. But we'll get to that in a in a bit. <laughs> Fair in a hot uh, for me, Tariq is. It's too obvious mm. for him to have done it. It's um. Especially like they've been having conversations all season long about like about these father son relationships yeah. and and how you have to take out the top dog to be yourself the top dog. I think it's a bit too obvious for Tariq to have done it. Mm, okay. Also, Fifty Cent put on his Instagram a photo from the set of the Power spinoff. Yes. Which we are going to talk about more later. And Tariq was on set, so that either means Tariq survives and. I mean, Tariq didn't look like he was in a prison jumpsuit. No, he looked great, Tariq, didn't he? he did, yeah, looked Michael Rainey Jr. He did, yeah. <laughs> Very so handsome young pup. If if he shot his, if he shot Ghost, surely the repercussions wouldn't be that he goes on to be top dog in this power spinoff. Okay. Oh, interesting. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> you shake your head. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think like that would be just the nicest way, like the easiest way to slide it into the spinoff. Like he gets rid of Ghost, and now he is like. Top dog. top dog oh like and then him kind of having the same kind of struggles that ghost did to try and like wrangle his like loyal subjects and but while get... Kane, while kanan did sort of brainwash Tariq, Tariq did ultimately betray kanan Tariq was the yeah. reason kanan died yeah but also if you think about it ghost is kind of the reason why Raina died and Tariq was like really upset. I blame Tariq. No, it wasn't. I also blame Raina. Just stay out of her business. Raina was a, she was a little irritating. Stop. They just didn't bother developing her enough. Like they just killed the weakest character. The weakest character is Yaz. 
I mean, she's a she's a baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a, a, little, a little cruel, perhaps. <laughs> but I suppose, yeah, the the nine month old, barely sentient <laughs> child is is certainly the weakest character. She hasn't killed anyone. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Um, yeah, I think yeah. Tariq could be up there, but I I know what you mean about it being too obvious. But the whole power struggle between the two of them is going to dominate mm. whatever spin off. I you know they are the, they are too similar. They, are. they think that they're different, but they're not. And this is all about trying to escape the streets or become the streets, isn't it? Exactly. It's my interest well, in bio, he, actually. He, know, he wants to be the kingpin, yeah. doesn't he? So yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I thought that was plausible, actually. I think you could probably get someone on. Oh, you're being swayed, yeah, swayed towards Tariq. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm Tommy and Tariq, definitely. Well, we've still got two more. We've still got two more. We've still got two more. So, yeah, we have two more. Um, let's start with Tasha. Okay, so she is the wronged ex-wife of Ghost. Uh, this is the woman who legitimised his business, legitimised his family man image, stuck by him when he was having the affair with Angela, raised his two children, has dealt with the death of her daughter, um, is now living in a, a, a sort of slum apartment. God knows mm. what's happened to Tasha. And is having to run a daycare centre to clean her drug money. She's employed um, a stripper to distribute drugs. It's all kind of gone a little, um, it's gone downhill from kind of the very glamorous uh, Natasha Tasha that we met at the beginning of the series yeah. to the one that we're seeing now. Um, and at the grave, at her, at her child's graveside, Ghost told her that he was moving on with Ramona, who is this new political strategist that's coming to our lives. Um, so Tasha's feeling super wronged. And recently Ghost was very keen that they turned their son Tariq into the police for the murder of Ray Ray, who was the person who killed Raina. So she's trying to hold her family together and she's kind of had to discard Ghost's family and is now trying to kind of honour her, her memory of her child and keep the other one out of prison. Um, she also is pretty bloodthirsty because but an episode ago she killed her best friend, Lala Anthony, can't believe yeah. it, uh, blew her brains out, left her on the floor, um, left an earring on the floor as well. Um, so she's got motive, she's pretty hard and tough lady. Um, she's got... I think she could get away with it because she's pretty slippery herself, Tasha. Like, she's got out of binds. Tasha's probably the only one. She's like the second in my thinking. Yeah. the one who might have done it. And he stole the love of her life. He stole Terry Silver and stuffed him in the boot of a car like your weekly shop. I mean, it was pretty callous what Ghost did. Just left the car. And left the car. You really can't go over that. It was a nice car. So how was it undisturbed? I mean, mean, we can get to the plot holes in power. That would fill a whole series. Um, So I think... I, I. I would like, I almost would quite like it to be Tasha, not to kill him, but I think just to teach him a bloody lesson. Like, mm. he's made a life a living hell, hasn't he? She had to Absolutely. move out. She's lost everything. She's ended up murdering her best friend. She's lost her daughter. Um, he's really rained down a lifetime of misery on this woman. And as many kind of beautiful handbags that she had, it's just not been worth it for Tasha. He also laid his hands on her, which was... Yeah, he, yeah, the kind of... This is what I mean by the decline of Ghost, is that he would never have done that before. And he's, re- he's unraveled. Um, and I think actually become way less sympathetic, like kind of pushing her around the apartment and, and kind of pushing her in the way that he did, I thought was, was actually quite unpleasant to watch. Yeah, a bit brutal. It was super brutal. And like the violence and power is a bit comedic, whereas that actually felt quite venomous yeah. and mean. So I kind of hope it is her. I might kill him, actually. Yeah. After all that. <laughs> <laughs> Helen, what do you think on this Lisa Fowler character? I, I would Lisa love. <laughs> I did it. I did it. <laughs> I would love to see Tasha like shoot ghost like I think you know like from season one the whole all of the stuff that she's had to put up with the amount of times like I've screamed at the tv being like why just leave him just take it like just get rid of him like don't help him she helped him when he was in prison like just 
even when he just wouldn't give up Angela and she was just like, we've got to keep it together. And she has got him out of like so many situations and like looked after everything. She's like looked after Tommy because they were like, the three of them were family. And now look what Ghost has done. He just does not care. Like I would be like, right, you know what? I've had it. I've started to look after myself. You can die. We don't really need you. You keep <laughs> coming in and staring the part and messing it all up. Like he just won't go. It's like the cold that won't leave me right now. <laughs> so she's, can't, we think that she might have done what uh, Skylar White couldn't do in Breaking Bad. In a way, yeah. Yeah. More parallels I'm in for more it. shows. <laughs> I'm in for it. <laughs> uh, the, the, biggest, the biggest thing that convinced me was um, Courtney Kemp, the writer. She did an interview and she said that, that the gun that was used to shoot Ghost was Angela's gun. Mm. And I I mean, I didn't go back and rewatch, but if I join the dots in my head, I'm pretty sure Tasha is the one with Angela's gun because I'm pretty sure Tommy stole it from Angela, left it at his house. Lakeisha tried to use the gun to shoot Tasha and then Tasha took that gun off Lakeisha. Yeah, wrestled it from her and then shot her I in the head with think, it. Don't Eek, quote me I think I think you're right though, aren't you? I don't know. Uh-oh. I hope so. Yeah, for the benefit so of that, who's invested so, in this podcast. <laughs> so that's why part of me thinks it could be Tasha. And she needs a big moment. Like, they let her sing that song, didn't they, on her birthday, you know, the beginning? <laughs> she used to be in a band. I think yeah. she used to be in Three Little Women, didn't she? Which was like an R&B outfit. What, the actual Tasha? Yeah, the Tasha, and, um, she used to be in a band. She's kind of like a failed Beyonce. So like, they used to give her songs, and now she's actually great. Um, and, and so now I think she needs, like, a big old... Big ending. Moment. A big, yeah, because she never really, she's always been that kind of secondary supporting role in as a character and also like as a woman in the show. So maybe it'd be kind of, maybe there's a bit of proto-feminism going on here. She's Tori the scorned wife. As well. she, the Tory Norton in the first season was like very hard to watch. Yeah, it was a little was painful, like, wasn't it? It was so just flicking my hair around. So wooden. Pointing. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's how people describe me. But yeah, she's really, she's got kind of feisty and she's more developed and yeah, murdered her best friend. Mm. Interesting. Um, so we have one more suspect on this quite considerable list. Yeah, it has been considerable, <laughs> hasn't it? And um, is is this the one, Alex? Yes. It's Ramona. In a word, in a word. <laughs> Step it's, forward. It's Ramona. This is the oh, one who Ramona. isn't even being billed as one of the characters to have shot Ghost. But she, and I'm going to go out there, she is the one who shot Ghost. She Whoa. is. She is. Even Without, after you're convincing gun theory. I know, I know. That's how convinced I He's am. He's arguing against his own evidence. <laughs> What is this? She, like Proctor. She, yeah, <laughs> she is the only one that we know is in truth when James is shot. And we, well, I say we know. We do. Actually, yeah, yeah we, we do, do know. know. We, she do never, know. we never saw she her never leave. Left. She saw James after the hallucination with Canaan. And she said, I'll see you back at the hotel. But we never see her at the hotel. And we never see her leave truth. Also, where has she come from? Why is she all of a sudden so involved in his life in this these last ten episodes? Wow. Who is she? Who is she? To quote Nikki Graham, <laughs> <laughs> not quite the same. I'm not going to do my I'm not going to do my Nikki Graham impression. Again. You do it often enough. I've seen it. Um, I completely agree. I mean, we have, and she's been so quick to ingratiate herself in uh, Jamie's life, um, convincing him to run for governor himself. Exactly. Um, and just sort of forgiving the fact that he's been impossibly cruel to his own family. She's done her back. We know that they do background research in all the candidates. So she'll know about his shady past and the various bodies that have been ascribed to him. But mm. yet she's still sticking around. I also feel like, and I've seen it quite a lot on 
the old social media boards. Mm. She, she is related to Breeze, who right. is Ghost's former foe, who he had to kill to become the king, the big king drug pin. So in there's New a York. revenge story. So revenge the story. big theory is is that she's related to Breeze, and that she's now finally exacting revenge. And there were two other characters that are introduced in this last season called Q and Effie. Q is the one who is now Tasha's new love interest, mm. and Effie is the one who is like flirting with Tariq at college. The big theory is that all three of those are somehow linked to Breeze and related to Breeze, and they've all infiltrated the St. Patrick family, and it's all going to come raining down on them. Because every conversation, I swear, this season has been related to Breeze in yeah. some way. They keep bringing up Breeze, and for five seasons, we've never heard of him. No, and it was a huge kind of big candid moment between uh, Tariq and Ghost, where Jamie St. Patrick explained to his son that he had to kill someone when he was uh, Tariq's age. Exactly. You're completely right. I mean, we've all been fine without Breeze, and now it seems like no one can go a bloody moment without uttering his name. Um, I'm with you. I think this Ramona is a shifty shapeshifter, and I think she came <laughs> to to slay. I think she did. <laughs> Didn't she? Not just in her hair and her great outfits, but Jamie St. Patrick. I'm I think. Convinced. Yeah. Same. I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds really interesting. You know, yeah. we've gone through so many different We have, haven't suspects. we? <laughs> no, but it's like it therapy, could, actually. It could <laughs> be anyone though. And I, I guess, you know, um we will touch upon the, the Twitters at the end, but you mm. know, do get in touch with your own theories. Um on at Netflix Pod. <laughs> But um, yeah, is Ghost dead? <sighs> no, no, he can't be dead. Although maybe I don't know. It's too hard. It's too. It would be too sad to lose yeah. him. And so he, when Ghost dies, Power dies, and they might have these spin-offs and all this kind of stuff. But he has he has been the most developed character. He's the most central character, and the entire series is dominated by his moods, proclivities, interests, women. Um, so for Ghost to die is pretty significant. And as I said at the beginning, I just until you see until you see someone leave the apartment or you see a body, don't believe it because in power, eight hundred things happen per episode, mm. don't they? And I and they it operates in the shadows. It's just when Ghost was shot, Amari Hardwick went on Instagram and did like a twenty-page essay about how much he loved the character and he thanked all the cast and crew. Mm. And it made me very sad because that made me think that that meant he died. You just want, like, at the end of that massive, like, 20-page list just for him to say, psych. Yeah, yeah, could you imagine? (laughs) But, like, and then, so he did that big Instagram post. Um, Courtney Kemp's come out and said that all the last five episodes are going to take place in the same day. So it's not even, like, if he does survive that we're supposed to see him after. So why would you keep him alive if we're not to see Ghost after him being shot? Like... There's just too many. I do. Mm. I, I don't know. I do think he is dead. Is it I a double bluff? Myself. Though I think he's alive because I think it's kind of his way of getting out. Like ever since season one, you he's wanted to be legit to go clean, get out. And I think so much stuff held him back, kept pulling him back into this like murky drug dealing world, and he just couldn't get out of it. Even when he kind of handed the reins over to Tommy, he was like, "Oh, I need your help with the Jimenez." Like, and he kept getting pulled back, and then his family was constantly in danger. And I think this is kind of his way of being like, "The only way I can get out is if I'm dead, but not dead." So then he can kind of like escape, go take what he's got, and then like he doesn't have Tasha, he doesn't really have his kids. Like, he doesn't. I just don't feel like 
he's got everything that he wants he could just like slip under the radar and leave I'll kind of be like if it isn't Tariq who shot him have come up with this like deal with Tariq and being like I'm handing it all to you and then you take over like everyone will think I'm dead and he'll be like either like a silent partner like Simon Stern always said he would be but wasn't um or he'll just kind of like disappear and then it will be Tariq's time to kind of rule so he's, fake, he's faking his own death I think so See, that's very convincing. I'm sure that there's any Stenders character who's faked their own death before. There we go. <laughs> I like that idea. I feel like, yeah. did you ever see What If on Netflix? Yeah, uh, yeah, Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger. And then oh. at the end, she's just sipping on her like a pina yeah. colada. That'd be such a good ending Different to power hair. as well. Yeah, maybe grow some hair finally. <laughs> but he's just like counting his money that Tariq <laughs> sends him as allowance. Oh, oh, I like that no. actually. Yeah, that's convincing. A nice happy oh, right. ending. He's holidaying. He's having a great we'll time. Have to, we'll have to redo the last 43 minutes. Ghost oh, right, Ellen Kelly. Yeah, quiet but brilliant, eh? Yeah. Right. So, moving on from the actual <laughs> theories, like I'm not going to joke. You guys go on about power so much; it really makes me want to delve straight back into it. Um, you know what makes Power the best show on Netflix? Oh God, what a question! I think it's like a bad boyfriend. It's sexy and it's slick, <laughs> and you should know better. But <laughs> it's just. It's just good and it's kind of always there, but also kind of not also there because of yeah. these huge breaks they take between series. They it's go just, missing over Christmas. Yeah, they go missing. Yeah, you <laughs> can't get a text back because they take these weird breaks. Um, it's just so, it's super sexy and it's ridiculous and everyone in it's hot and the music is adorable and listenable. And yeah. I think it's just a complete guilty pleasure and is almost well done, I would say. It's like, <laughs> it's like not too complex, but it's also complex enough that you feel like oh, what's going to happen next? Yes, exactly. Yeah. But it's not too complex where you're like, oh, well, I can't follow this. Yeah. It's, it's not just, House of Cards. No. You know, it's not cerebral, but it is. there is a genius to it. Like, who it's, can think of this many things a, to happen? It's in a sweet spot. It's in, like yeah. a, in the Venn diagram of trash and intriguing television. It's just It's like, right there, it's yeah. It's right in the middle. Yeah, and it's, it's just got it all, hasn't it? It's got, you know, hot people. Yeah. Beautiful city of New York. Yeah. It's a bit like a drug. Like you should probably like not do it, but then you just can't help you it. Like you shouldn't you, do you... drugs, Helen Kelly. <laughs> 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 I don't know what I've walked it, into ne- here. Netflix, Netflix does not endorse. <laughs> yeah. any... No, but like you shouldn't like it's kind of like addictive. Like I watched like four seasons in the space of two weeks, which probably that was, that was not good for like I'm not dreaming about like power right now. So it's just like I don't know, it's like you can't stop, but also you like you don't know what's coming around the corner. Like mm. you think you know what's going to happen. You think you know how it's going to end, but you just don't. It's like there's yeah. shocks along the, the way. The soundtrack is pretty good as well. Yeah. The Campfire, only if you're tipping song. What's just, that one? Everyone can listen to that in their own time because it's quite raunchy. But it just, oh, it you're not going to perform it, it. No, it brings back, maybe at the Christmas party. It kind of just brings back songs from kind of like the noughties that maybe it, one yeah. forgot. And then you're like, oh my goodness, like it should have Fabulous on it and it should have... You know, but it's it, kind of got that glorious... We were saying the other day how it played um, JK um, Toothache. Was yeah, the, when Mike the died. Season four finale. And like, I hadn't heard of JK before that, but he's like a young Birmingham-based rapper. And I'm like, JK, where have you been? Exactly. That's how it goes. <laughs> I've been asking myself that question ever since. Yeah. But I've like, it's so good that it's gets these artists from yeah. all kinds of backgrounds. And it's not like Top Boy Tour and it's a lazy comparison to make, but in the same way that that soundtrack really kind of captures like a certain yeah. like culture and kind of celebrates 
it, like it, the music really lends something. There's like a musicality to the soundtrack. I think Power does the same thing, and I, it's a yeah. little bit of a lazy comparison. It's a good effect as well. But it just yeah, like exactly using that haunt, that haunting J.K. song when someone's like dying is kind of. But then they have cool. J.K. for Mike, but then contrast that with Rainer when they have James Blake. So it's not like predictable. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's not just always like hip hop or yeah. like it's not that. It's sensitive. I think it's great. And I think Stars is having like a real moment. At, what you know, is stars? stars? I mean, it's great, and they have outlined in my well. veins. Like, and they, yeah, it's great. But it, what, what Spanish is it? Spanish princess. Have you watched Spanish, Spanish princess? princess? It has the white queen. I mean, yeah, it's kind it's of yeah. Well. It's having a moment. It's having a moment. <laughs> well done, stars. <laughs> but um, it's not just you guys who love power. The critics love it too, right, Rebecca? They do. They do. Um, I was looking at IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes because they're kind of my go-tos and this series and i'd love the thoughts and feedback of everyone in the room is averaging is, is in line with the ratings that the previous seasons have so an 8.3 stars on imdb and then roughly the same on rotten tomatoes and i i kind of feel like this season might have dragged the rating the rating down a little just because i do think that the kind of apocalyptic sort of suicidal mission that every character is now on to destroy themselves and everything that they've ever known and loved whilst it is kind of interesting it's also a little headachey and perhaps a little lazy and there's no glimmer of hope and power anymore um so I think the kind of, and I think, you know, there's been a lot of frustration around this uh, storyline with Ghost. And if it is something as lazy as Tommy or Tariq, I think a lot of people, myself included, will feel very cheated yeah. by the outcome. So I think it's always been very plot. I think it, it's, it sells itself in its sexy plot, as we've all said. Um, but now the plot is kind of an overdrive. It's a bit like the Game of Thrones season eight of Power. Like oh, at the end. Oh <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's that bad. No, but like it's that's the kind of vibe that I'm getting from you. Like it's <laughs> just like it's getting a bit lazy. If it is Tariq or Tommy, like it's just a bit like oh yeah, yeah well. I, feel I like don't think it, they're going to do us like that, but I just think we're on the edge. If the creators come out and say, "Look, it's the final ever season, and it's a show like Power where people just die," like you can't. Yeah, if it was. I, I, I just can't be upset by people leaving or the plot dragging or anything like that because yeah. it's the final season. So was it all so just I about? Quite, I quite like this oh, really? final season. It's not, it's not as good as the previous seasons. No. But I, the disappointment from this last season is nowhere near the disappointment I had towards the last season of Game of Thrones. Okay. For example. But you guys, you Game of Thrones people really felt that last season, didn't mm. you? Like, oh. I've read the tweets. Um, <laughs> I just kind of hope it's about more than everyone dying. I don't know. I, I like, think I like it, the I think struggle. I like been. the struggle of like good and evil. I like the kind of Oedipus. I like the kind of struggle with uh, the you know male relationships, father son, the women. I I just hope there's a little bit more to power than just everyone being carted off in a body bag at True. the end of six series. There is. It's but I've always been the optimist out of you and I. Ghost getting to the poolside, counting his allowance, and doing his Rene Zellweger moment with yeah. Emma Heaton. <laughs> it's all yeah. about power, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the thing that really um, excites me is what you said, Alex, about the coming episodes. How they're going to be shot. Of set off for one mm. day that seems really kind of revolutionary for a show as fast-paced as this to slow down a bit and, mm. and kind of have a, a bit of an in-depth i literally have no idea how they're gonna do it i don't i can't i it makes me think that they know what they're doing well you'd like of, to think so yeah, more I so than so. game of thrones so. they're in the driving seat they haven't yeah. been yeah. shot and just it's, the car is so careering out of control yeah. let's hope that's an interesting format that they're going to use i think that will be Curious. And she 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 has Kempers come out and said that like we will have a definitive answer. Oh She's we're not gonna we're not gonna be like oh well I don't well who did shoot Ghost? No. We will find out, which is exciting. Thank God. So I guess that's what we want to see in the rest of the season, right? Absolutely, yeah. that's what I want. <laughs> Bring to know. it to a conclusion. Are there any other kind of leftover questions that you'd like to see answered? 
if it's if Tasha doesn't have her explosive moment of shooting her never good never do good husband, I would like to see something happen to Tasha. But devilishly handsome, don't devilishly handsome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like it kind of pushes the boundaries of what you'd ex- what you'd accept, isn't it? Um, I just think she's I think she's a kind of really interesting, feisty, fiery, strong person, and I just would I think it'd be a shame for her to just kind of bury someone else that she loves, um, and you know, kind of now live a sort of less grand and splendid life because the money's gone. I just kind of like to see Tasha have a resolution to her one way or other. Either she's banged up for because she's a naughty person or she goes and lives a glorious life as a kind of, you know, the queen of effing everything, as that stupid mug says. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, it's uh, the one thing that has disappointed me a bit about this last season is Tommy. Oh, I feel Tommy. Tommy. Tommy's gone from like, I just don't feel like anybody respects him or like he's, He's killed so many people. He should be one of the most feared people in power. And I'm just watching it. And like every time he kills somebody, it's just like... Comedy. Comedy. And yeah. it's like, don't do that to a guy that you're now going to try and portray as a suspect. As bad, yeah, he's supposed like, to be this sinister, scary yeah. guy in the shadows. But he's a bit of a clown. And that's the only thing that's really disappointed me about the last season is just how far they've gone with that and Tommy. Yeah, he's just, yeah, he's just a complete wild card. And he's now shown as like... They had that face-off in the mid-season finale, him and Ghost in that, like, abandoned shipyard. And he was showing, he was like, I've got nothing left, Ian Beale again. He was like... I've got nothing, Tom. Ghost, <laughs> Ghost, I've got nothing. It's, got, it's, it's like he's in the room. He is, isn't it? I'm going to forget this. I'm going to do... terrifying. I'm going to do ringtones. <laughs> we'll get it please. off or something. Yeah. Um, and, like, he's just like, you've left me with nothing, and then he goes to shoot him and he can't do it because he's so weak compared to Ghost. Yeah. Just, yeah, a bit disappointed. I agree, actually, yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah, we were invested in him. And but, yeah. so we know it's the last season, but there is going to be a spinoff. Power Book 2. Mm. What's your ex? You I had Mary J. Blige is going to be in it. Yeah, Mary J. Blige. Isn't she, is she in it or is she executively Oh, I producing? thought she might be in it. I hope she is because she's quite incredible, isn't If it? she's involved, it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Or, 50, 50, <laughs> or, ma- or not. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mary J. I think it'll be good. Like 50 cents on it. Uh, maybe not on it, obviously. Kanan's dead. But yeah. he's, he's behind the scenes again. And your um, Courtney Grant Kemp has said that this is kind of the beginning of potentially several spin-offs. Mm. So this chapter might be concluded, but there's a lot of peripheral characters that we can explore and discuss, I think. And if Tariq's in it, I mean, that's going to in- instantly get all of the power universe straight watching it again. Yeah, he's such a big character. He carries the flame. From, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited. But in terms of storyline, like nothing has been revealed, which is very. very I guess annoying. you need to see how this ends. First. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You can't give away too many spoilers about the upcoming sequel <laughs> <laughs> without giving away without giving away the plot to this. Well, they might do it though, because the actors spoil quite a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, that fifty cent thing. Like, I'm now convinced that Tariq didn't shoot guys because of that. So, cheers, Fiddy. Thank you. <laughs> well, I think that concludes our epic chat. That was epic, wasn't it? Well. Yes. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> well, if you're, if you're you. still listening, well yeah. done. <laughs> thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Helen. Thank, thank you, you, Alex. Thank, thank you. you. And uh, thank you, listeners. Um, we're hoping you're all feeling empowered after this chat. Um, if you liked what you heard, please like and subscribe. Tell your friends and join in with the conversation on Twitter at NetflixedPod. Please do let us know who you think shot Ghost and if he's dead at all. And tune in next week. We'll have another special for you.